live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket News Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on September 6, 2017. How are you and yours and your loved ones, and even the ones you don't love, and even the ones scamming you, like Craig Carton? Um, my no, does my voice sound a little different? Because I feel like back in California here now, and it's a dry heat, and uh, it's actually nice today. It's it's like 95 degrees. I have three days in a row of 110. That that's not. Of all the weather shit going on in the world, and I'm complaining about this, I'm like, my voice may sound a little different. It just feels like I got a clothespin over my nose or something, a little stuffed up. But uh, So just in case you were really wondering, like, what's wrong with Brian's nose? What's wrong with his voice? Well, there you go. You got the whole fucking story. But again, you got tragedies. You got weather phenomenon, disasters all over the freaking country. Houston's underwater. Uh, wildfires out west. The Caribbean's about, and possibly Florida about to get smashed by possibly multiple hurricanes. So... The unfortunate thing with tragedies like that, disasters, is they have scammers come out. And sometimes they're in the form of looters. Sometimes they're in the form of trying to sell you tickets. Or maybe the tickets don't exist. Or the firm doesn't exist. Or maybe you're just a no-talent ass clown. Like Craig Carton. So let's start there. Craig Carton, who I've talked about in this program before, who I uh, despise. I despise. Yeah, I despise him as much as a person I've never met. We'll put it that way. A guy who I've never liked, never thought is funny. I've questioned anyone I've ever communicated who said they did like the show. And some of you are out there, and you do frighten me. And I, I'm reconsidering a lot about you. I saw Brandon Marshall, Mensa member uh, of the New York Giants, saying, Damn, I almost invested in that. Almost invested in Craig Carton's foolproof Ponzi scheme. So uh, if you haven't heard, Craig Carton is the... Uh, co-host of the Boomer and Carton Show on WFAN, the morning show, very popular show. Again, I don't understand why. It's brainless, it's not funny, it's obnoxious, and it rips off probably every radio personality you've ever heard. And, I mean, if, if, if Carton is enough for you, you have, you know, Boomer Siason, who is so sanctimonious, so impressed by himself, he probably sits in a dark room listening to his own voice, and maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say this, possibly pleasures himself to it, he is so in love with himself. Uh, again, a guy that is so sanctimonious, so self-righteous, and then you throw in the wacky Craig Carton. He is just so crazy. Remember when he said he was going to retire if the Giants won the Super Bowl and then that just ended? Oh, it's radio shtick. Come on. Well, uh, Craig, Craig got a little issues. He, he's, he's got a little more than a few issues. So, Mr. Carton, who probably makes at least, and that was the topic of conversation between a lot of people on Twitter, to say, how much does Craig Carton make? You'd have to say, honestly, close to a million dollars, I bet. You're in the top market, uh, a top spot. CBS Radio, you're probably the premier. And CBS Radio, Boomer and Carton are the premier you know, program. Uh, so I would have to think, and then you throw on whatever people want to put him as a poster boy for the product uh, and endorsements. He's probably got to make, I would not be shocked if it was 1 to 1.5, 2 million a year. Maybe 2 million is a little bit much, but 2 million is how much you built out of fake people. Well, not fake people, but people with fake invest. See, here's the thing. So Craig got some issues. He's always so smart with his gambling and everything. He tells us how he gets the picks right, yada, yada, yada. Well, he, he was in debt to a lot of casinos. So he said, what am I going to do here? I need money. I have issues. I owe casinos money. So he got with some friends. Uh, you can read all about it. And I'll tell you, I don't completely understand the whole thing. Uh, I would not be a good investigator in this field, put it that way. But so I guess he set up fake uh, investment places that wanted to buy tickets and then promised them to other people. Here's the thing. Like, like I said, if I was an uh, investigator in this and like this was my field of work, like everyone would be scamming everyone. They'd say, hey, Investigator Buckley, how are you? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> 
great to see you. How are you? And I'd be like, hey, it's great, guys. What's going on? So he sold tickets or promised tickets to people but took their money. I, I How does that work? How does that the game continue? I, I realize it's on a much larger scale, but if I go meet somebody to buy tickets and I say, can I, here's my money for the tickets, and then they don't give me a product back, I'm going to be like, all right, listen, we need to review this because I feel like 50% of this transaction just didn't happen, didn't meet my expectations. Um, so I'm sure there's some rhyme and reason. Everyone on Twitter, I feel like I'm not, not in on like the joke or whatever. Everyone's like, oh yeah, did you read that thing? Oh boy, he is fucked. He's in a lot of trouble. I read it and I'm like, yeah, this none of this sounds good. There's lots of funds and and promised and you know all this I, stuff like that. I just I can't follow. I hate to sound like Costanza, but like sometimes if it's not about sports, I lose interest. Um, it's not true. I'm reading a very good book right now uh, about Paris under Nazi occupation. When the lights went out, when the lights went dark, very good book. Oh, your culture, Brian, we get it. Um, but Mr. Craig Carton. So I guess it was sort of sort of a, a Ponzi scheme. But uh, I guess it happened this morning. The cops came to the door uh, and took away Mr. Carton. Here's the thing. You, you get involved in something like this where you're promising money and not going through it or you're involved in some sort of Ponzi scheme. Don't you, like, realize one day that those, those feds are going to show up at your door? Like, there's, once you start, there's no end game to this. Like, even if you're a drug dealer, like, you could say, well, um, I'll, uh, I want to get out of the game. You sell your drugs, you finish any debts you have, whatever, and you're out. It's over. Those people don't come back to you and say, uh, I want more weed or I want more cocaine, even though you're not involved in it anymore. Here's a thing where you owe people money and you're not giving it back to them. You can't just say, all right, I'm out of here. You can't be Costanza again. Again, what's it, five minutes in, two Costanza references. Just walk up and say, all right, I'm out of here. It doesn't work that way. I mean, once you get in this, don't you realize that there's no way out? I, I don't understand how you could ever get involved in something like this. Obviously, he had major, major issues uh, and financial issues. But uh, yeah, I guess it, supposedly Boomer Esiason didn't know uh, that Craig was not, you know, what had happened. I guess he just said he was under the weather, which uh, producer Al Dukes also said. But uh, here's Boomer Esiason uh, announcing to the world that uh, Craig was arrested. I am aware now why Craig is not here this morning. Unfortunately, he was arrested this morning. Uh, over here at the station, they're aware of it as well. They're cooperating with authorities. Um, I'm taken aback and surprised by it, just like I'm sure everybody else is. I have no other information. There's nothing else I can say. I thought he called in sick this morning. But so there it is again. You know, I, was, I, uh, I saw it this morning and I laughed and I made a million jokes and photoshops of Craig Carton in prison and... You know, I mean, part of me thinks it's, it's, it, you know, it's pretty shitty, Brian, that, you know, you take this much glee and glory and just, you know, bask in your own fucking self, I don't know, worth, but whatever. You're basking in happiness. And Craig Carton and his family and his kids have to go through this. Uh, and I don't know Craig Carton. It's a radio shtick. But I'll tell you, outside of even the radio shtick, he seems like a genuine asshole. Um, so... I'm sorry his kids are going through it, unless they were involved. I know they're young. You never know. Uh, and his wife, who I, I, I don't know anything about her, honestly. Uh, but, you know, I, fuck him. I, I really don't give a shit. Uh, he looked like he did some really bad stuff. He was not an endearing personality on the radio. He was an asshole. He never made me laugh. And those are the main things. If you don't make me laugh, then you're basically a bad person. You're basically, you're literally, literally Hitler. I mean, just like Trump. I mean, we all know that. So, Craig Carton. 
Well, he didn't screw people with, uh, you know, humanitarian issues when it comes to storms. Um, he's still, uh, he's basically a looter. He is a looter. He's a looter of people's bank accounts because he's a scumbag. And uh, I was going to say rest in peace. He's not dead. But uh, anyways, <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit about those natural disasters. I was recently in Puerto Rico. And uh, <laughs> let's make it all about me. Uh, get ready for the tweets. You know, when they show like uh, some beach all fucked up, I'll just put my uh, you know picture and be like, oh, this was just a week ago when I was in Puerto Rico. Can't believe what's happened. Please retweet. Please favorite. Please. Uh but I'll tell you this, when I was in Puerto Rico, um, it's not good there to begin with. I mean, I think a lot of people know about the financial issues going on in Puerto Rico, the debt of billions and billions of dollars doesn't seem to be getting any better either. I mentioned on the last podcast, the potholes in Puerto Rico are, you don't know potholes until you go there. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, no, 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 you don't. Ones that are the length of a car, the the, the width of a car. Yeah, really? Okay. Um where on every, not every street, but, you know, all the time, the potholes are so big, people have to store things in the pothole so people don't drive their car there because you will pop a tire and fuck up your undercarriage. Um, but another thing that was uh, a bit disturbing there as well was, you know, the, the, the lights, not even, there wasn't even a storm. Well, there was one storm when I was there and the lights went out. But then it was just starting to become normal there now where, hey, the lights are out. That's, and they're out for a few hours. That's not a very good sign that lights are just going out for no reason. And now you add in this Category 5 Irma uh, hurricane. And you see that gonna, lights are going to be out four to six months. So that's, that is, uh, that's not good. That's very bad. That's very, very bad. So hopefully my, all the in-laws, everyone on that side of the family is okay. There's a lot of, a lot of streaming of Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico news feeds today. Um, you know, all sorts of just keeping up. Keeping up with everything. So, anyways, just wanted to notify everyone of that in case you were wondering. If not, well, you just got a little bit of, uh, you know, whatever. So, I'll say this, going back to Craig Carton for a second. There were two people that must have been very, very happy. Well, three, including me. Uh, two people, two other people, though. Very happy about hearing uh, about Craig Carton's financial and personal and public demise and that would be two fat men in the name of Mike Francesa and Mr. Chris. Governor, Gov. Governor, next time you want to sit on a beach that is closed to the entire world except you, yeah. you put your fat ass in a car and go hey. to one that's open to all your oh, constituents. Oh, well, you know, Mike and Montclair, you, you are something. Uh, but think about it. Francesa, who despises the morning show, absolutely despises them, uh... He must have been a little happy seeing, uh, hearing that Craig was taking out flip-flops out of that, out of his home in Manhattan. And it makes you think, he probably walked into, Mark Chernoff, the director of CBS Sports, walked into his office today and said, so how much are you going to fucking pay me to stay here? How much are you going to pay me? I'd like some, uh, I, I, I'd like some, some, I have, I have some demands as well. Some demands. Uh, I was talking about them on Twitter today too. Sunday football show. He wants that back and he wants it done from his house. Unlimited vacation time. All horses are allowed in the studio. Bernie Williams in studio at least once a week. A Monday segment where he will just reminisce on his personal thoughts and views and, you know, experiences with Mickey Mantle. The list could go on. He has them. And now I've, I've read that Mark Chernoff was actually leaving, but whoever he says to the brass, the big suits, the fucking big swinging dicks, uh, give me what I want. And now, after we heard that 
Chris Christie is no longer being considered. He's not really being considered for anything in life at this moment. I guess maybe Fox News would take him on uh, outside of that. Fox News or Breitbart. Other than that, what is Chris Christie going to do other than eat himself to death? I get it. <laughs> Chris Christie's fat. What a joke. But come on, he's a pig. Remember he's clutching those nachos at that Brewers game? What a animal. Um, should get Chris Christie on the podcast, huh? Hey, Gov. Should do that. I'm, I'm reaching out to Chris Christie. So if he doesn't show up on the podcast, at least know that he rejected my, uh, my, I was going to say overtures. I don't think that's, I don't think that's right, is it? No, no, it's not. But uh, those two men now have a lay claim, a beef. They, they, they belong on WFAN because they need one of those guys. Now I can see, I, I always said from the beginning, Frances is going nowhere. He may come back with a reduced role. He's going to come back with a major, major, major pay increase if he does. Craig Carton is gone. Boomer is uh, completely, again, I don't know why people fucking watch that show, but, or listen to it. Oh, both are simulcast, but they, they have nothing now. They are fucked. And uh, Craig, Hart, Craig Carton is going to jail, by the way. I mean, I don't know if I added that part. He's going to prison. I don't know for how long, but he's going for prison. Brandon Marshall almost, you know, there, there's something so shady about tickets. I don't know what it is. Something so innocuous as tickets. It's such a disgusting bit. Like, think about it. I want to go see this. I bought a ticket. That's my entry. But like the whole underbelly and seediness of tickets is just such a slime ball industry. You need tickets? Anyone selling? Anyone buying? Tickets? 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 What do you, What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Okay, all right. You know, fuck. Ugh, there's, there's something about it. It just. And I know there's probably some people out there. Oh, it's good money. You know, it's what I do. It's how I feed my kids. I, I see every weekend. Yeah, it's still disgusting. I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't really have much else to add to that. Do I? Do I really? Um, let's see. What else here? Well, let's go on a nicer note here, huh? So we got not, not exactly what's going on in Houston. Grandstander and always look at me, asshole, J.J. Watt, defender, uh, you know, linebacker for the uh, Houston Texans. I guess he planned to only, you know, he planned to raise $250,000 for people that are affected by the floods storm in Houston. I think he's up to like $20 million now, uh, which is remarkable. I mean, that really is. Uh, maybe just the, 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 the cynicist in me. Uh, how much of that money is actually going to people? Because you're reading, that, that's one of the time. that's one of the reasons I never donate to shit. If I like went to Houston and I saw someone like in a boat and like they said, there's my home floating down the street. I'd be like, I'm going to give you money. I want to give that to you. It just, you know what? It's fucking Craig Carton bullshit. You know, the money goes in this one, then goes out that one, but it goes this way and the percentage goes that way. Next thing you know, it's like, Hey, where's all the money? Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have any more funds for you. Oh, that's too bad. That looks like a nice boat. You could live there. Uh, that, that's why I don't do it. But uh, I, I hope, I hope some of that money's going somewhere. somewhere. People in Houston, there were actually human beings angry that Matt Harvey was pitching uh, in Houston for his rehab start, which he sucked. Harvey shot. Harvey is done. And But the Mets wanted to get him out there, you know, Get him out there, you know, skip days and have him make a second start. Terry Collins, what did he say the other day? <laughs> they asked him, oh, here you go. Terry, what made you give Dom the hit sign on 3-0 against a lefty? <laughs> Why the hell not? <laughs> that is a man who is in full I do not give a fuck mode. Uh, he, do, he does not give a shit about anything. He knows that this is over after this. Uh, he will be fired. But, uh, yeah, there are people actually angry on Twitter, just like Mets showing no class, no class whatsoever. He should not be pitching here. There are so many things. It's, there is an abundant, a cornucopia of reasons to hate Matt Harvey. Believe me, he doesn't make it easy. 
And he does make it easy. He doesn't make it easy to like him. Yeah. But I, I'm sorry. I can't blame a hurricane on him. Uh, you know, I can't believe, blame his surname. Uh, you know, he wasn't given that. Well, he was given that. But I mean, that wasn't his. He didn't choose that in accordance with a hurricane. Uh, so get a grip, people. I feel like everyone's going insane. And then I saw something today, uh, Florida uh, or shelters where, you know, they're taking people in in anticipation of the Hurricane Irma. And I don't know why the guy had to say. Maybe it was just, you know, kind of look at me uh, again. You know, let me see see how big mine is. And it says, reminder, if you have a warrant when you come to the shelter, uh, you will be arrested. Okay, fine. I mean, I felt like that was a bit, slightly grandstanding, but people were actually mad at the concept. I mean, listen, listen. Just listen to this for a second. You have an outstanding warrant, right? Like, just let's let's just say you have an outstanding warrant, and you come face to face with the cops, and they arrest you. Uh, what's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? You have people being like, "Where's the compassion?" You know, it's not like they're sending them back out. Like, get nice, you have a warrant. Get the fuck out of here. Get back in that storm, you piece of shit. No, they're taking them to the actually most secure place there is—a jail where they belong. God, it, it, it's okay. You can commit as many crimes as you want during a hurricane. It's it's totally cool. We're, it's carte blanche, complete null and void. The, with that same you know that same ideology. The looters is okay. You know, there's a hurricane going on. Come on, stop it. False equivalency. That is a new word that everyone likes to use too. False equivalency. No, apples and oranges has been replaced by false equivalency. It makes everyone smarter. Uh, speaking of smart people, and that of course is Mr. Alex Rodriguez, who you know. Alex Rodriguez is a very, very, very rich man. And, uh, well, Brian, well, you're not exactly cheap either. I don't see you donating. But where I was going to get to my point, Alex Rodriguez donated $25,000, I think, to the American Red Cross uh, for the Houston uh, victims of uh, Hurricane Harvey, which, again, Matt Harvey in the same, you know, don't even get me going. But, you know, all these people, celebrities donating lots of money. Alex Rodriguez, $25,000. Wow. Man, you know, because he's hurting for cash. You know, he is. And I know some of you are thinking right now. I know some of you are thinking, wow, Brian, can you be more petty and just ridiculous? This guy is donating his money and you are questioning the amount that he is donating when you have said you haven't. Can you be more petty? And the answer to that obviously is yes. Did you just start listening to the podcast? The answer to that is yes. You have no idea. I've been doing this for a while, Okay. If you don't think I can be more petty than that, you are sadly mistaken. I said, ha, that's it. But uh, Alex, <laughs> ha, well, that's that's my all-time favorite, ha. I just, I just said ha. Um, but, you know, you see Alex Rodriguez now, too, and he's, he's, he's aligned himself with that other fake one, uh, Jennifer Lopez, who looks amazing at, like, almost 50, which is pretty ridiculous. I wonder, she seems to be getting a lot stronger, too. I mean, I guess that sort of happens when you date A-Rod. I don't know what it is. It's just sort of osmosis. You just get muscles in places where you didn't even know muscles existed. Uh, listen, I'm, there's no accusations. I mean, there's no history behind Alex Rodriguez and, you know, some testosterone or HGH, something like that. That's not him. That's not him, okay? He's, he's done plenty of interviews. Katie Kirk, he, he, you can tell he's got A-Rod Corp going off now. I mean, it's, 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 it's off and running. And A-Rod Corp is basically about, from what I can gather... Um, sort of, you know, going into these small ventures. You put the face of Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez on it. And all of a sudden you're going to, uh, he seems to be going into like franchise stuff, like some sort of stupid fitness thing. And then you make, you know, you put them in there. I mean, his Instagram, I follow it and it is nauseating for the most part. I mean, 
one point he's sitting there with a bunch of kids watching Joe Smith, uh, you know, go through a layup line with a bunch of 12 year olds. And now he's at some sort of, you know, fusion thing where he's just, you know, he's got his shirt off and he's sweating. And, you know, people will buy this. They'll look at it and go, wow, A-Rod's involved in it. So, I mean, this is what he's doing now. He's branding. Can, can think about the idea of Alex Rodriguez using his image to get people invest in him that he can build them bigger. A-Rod's image. And I mean, it's quite remarkable what he's done. Uh, he Again, he only invested 25000 thousand. He donated $25,000. He could have done more. He could have. But, you know, he really worked those uh, the phones and everything on Good Morning America. He was there and, you know, he showed his face. He could have donated money, but he wanted to show his face because he really cared. Well, maybe that was about his fledgling business fucking enterprise. Can you be more petty? Again, we haven't even touched the fucking tip of the iceberg on how petty I can be. So that's Alex Rodriguez. That is Alex Rodriguez. He's, he's not nearly as smart as he thinks he is. He really isn't. He's, he's that classic guy that I don't think Alex Rodriguez is dumb. I don't. He's not John Farrell, who's very stupid. But um, I think Alex Rodriguez is, is, is smart. He's that classic friend that is not, isn't nearly as, isn't not smart. Isn't, talking about smart, and then all of a sudden you can't speak the English language, isn't as smart as he thinks he is. The one who just like butts in your conversation. You know, you'd be talking about the French and Indian War and he'll just butt in and go, you know, it's funny. <laughs> the French and the Indians lost that war. Back to his conversation. It's like, shut up, asshole. Which I can guarantee Alex Rodriguez doesn't even know that either. But um, anyways, uh, what else with the, uh, there, there were other things with the, the hurricane there. Kurt Schilling <laughs> got in his car and drove down there and was, you know, collecting money and handing out stuff. Uh I would not be giving money to Kurt Schilling. We know about his business endeavors, too. Uh, what, 38 Pitches, the video game. I think Rhode Island taxpayers are still paying for that. So I would not be handing over money to Kurt Schilling. Again, if he's you know helping people out and everything, I guess there's really not much you can, much you can shit on with that. I will be able to find something. I, I, but believe me, I definitely could. Uh, what else is going on here? Uh, Joel Alstein, one of these crazy uh, evangelical, uh, you know, Jesuses, whatever, uh, not, not opening his mega church in Houston, which is kind of old news at this point, and then reluctantly opening it. And you could tell how, uh, apprehensive he was as they were interviewing him there. And he's just, have you ever seen a man seem so nervous? <laughs> oh God. He, he was not feeling good. He was not feeling good having those people come in his pristine fucking just, you know, oasis of, of God. It had to be, it had to be, probably be like a similar feeling of like, I think there's a rain out or like a 20 inning game a few years ago where they let all a Yankee game where they let all the people, uh, you know, in left in the stadium sit in the legend seats. That was the thing. Like Randy Levine must've been watching that. Like, like pulling that collar up and like, uh, they are animals. <laughs> don't really want them there. Uh, they're disgusting. They don't know what a premium experience is like. <laughs> where are their cages? Um, so Joel Osteen there. What else do we need to talk about? Where are we at? We're at 23 minutes. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I already did that. I already did that. Did that. Uh, yeah. And, and they finally did the Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas trade. Yeah, it held out eight days for that, uh, that, that second round pick. Boy, yeah. hope it was worth it, Cleveland. Um, but I, Celtics, if I were Danny Ainge, I would just waited. It's obviously Kyrie Irving was done playing there. I would have been like, oh, oh, you want a second round pick? Fuck you. We can do this all summer. All summer. Give us Kyrie Irving. Excuse me. Give us Isaiah. Yes, yes. Give me. Give me. No more round picks. No more. I don't fucking first, second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. You're not getting anything. Give us the goddamn player. But uh, they were they, they, they gave him the, the second round pick, and uh, they have changed the, I don't want to say they really changed the tides in the, uh, 
in the the Eastern Conference, but uh, they've switched players. They've certainly done that. I can uh, I can definitely say that happened. Um, NFL starts very soon. Ezekiel Elliott suspended for six games, but I don't understand why he gets to play against the Giants. Anyways, Michael Vick is now a Fox Sports guy, which again, you know, I said this on Twitter the other day. Michael Vick is probably a pretty shitty guy, uh, assuming what he did to all those dogs and those animals. And uh, I don't know. I just consider all professional athletes there, except Aaron Judge, because he has he has catches with the guys, uh, with the kids in the crowd. Other than that, everyone else. Um, all man- egomaniacal maniacs. Egomaniacal maniacs? A bit redundant. But uh, basically, I th- they're all assholes. But what do you want this guy to do? He went to prison, all right? Maybe he can give some tips to Craig Carton. But he he went to prison. Federal prison. Just like Craig Carton will. He, he's now a spokesperson for PETA, and people still can't get over it. They still can't. I'm sorry. Listen, I love dogs. I've had dogs for most of my life. I don't have one now. I'm going to be accurate, but I've had them for most of my life. I love dogs. Dogs are not people. Okay. He did terrible things. He did. Does that mean he pays for the rest of his life? He he paid his quote-unquote debt to society. He went to prison. He lost millions of dollars. Millions. Just like Craig Carton. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm basking in this Craig Carton bullshit. And uh, I guess what we'll end on here. Um, let's see. We'll see. So, the, yeah, we'll end with this. The Red Sox and Yankees cheating. Uh, you know, I mean, with... The, so, the, why don't you explain the story a little bit? I'm saying they're both cheating. So, the Red Sox have uh, been accused, and I think they've admitted it, that they have used an Apple Watch to relay signals, something about stealing signals, which I still don't understand. Like Much like the Carton, you know, whole Ponzi scheme thing, I don't understand how they're doing this with the Apple Watch. Wouldn't both players have to, you know, wear the watch? Somebody did... It's it's strange. I guess, I guess what, somebody on second would then relay it to somebody, and then, again, I, I don't know exactly how it's done. Probably could have read a more thorough article and had an answer for you, but... Uh, I don't know. John Farrell was very confused by the whole thing. He thought the watch was actually an apple, you know, like the moon's made out of cheese, because uh, John Farrell, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, is an imbecile. He is very stupid. He also said he had no idea what was going on. Now, that's just idiocy. And most of the times, if you heard a manager or a coach, whatever, somebody say that, you'd be like, that is bullshit. You are a bullshitter to the highest, highest fucking power. But John Farrell's adult. He is a stupid idiot. He's a dink. He's a moron. Uh, so I, I kind of believe that. He probably had no idea. He didn't even know he was in the dugout, probably. He's probably just like, where am I? <laughs> I'm a baseball manager. Uh, can I take this pitcher out now? I just brought him in. He didn't throw a pitch. Can I take him out? Uh, so that is that. Uh, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, it's, you know, people want to associate, oh, Boston cheating against Spygate. And they just have a culture there. Or, you know, because normal Yankee Red Sox banter back and forth with brainless fucking idiots. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, they'll probably get, sus- they'll probably get, sus- John Heyman uh, <laughs> says that the Red Sox should lose. They should actually have to forfeit all the games they played against the Yankees this year. I, I, I don't see that one happening, John. Uh, you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking stupid comment. Oh my God. They should all be, for- God, please, 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 John, please, for the love of God, please. Uh, I, th- what will happen is they'll be fined something, maybe lose some international draft picks or a draft pick itself, whatever the case may be. I mean, it's a serious thing, but, uh, you know, I mean, if you're really getting bent out of shape about this, oh, oh that's why the Red Sox are in first place. They're stealing signs. 
they've been stealing signs since the you know advent of the game uh, that that's happened. You know, everyone wants to romanticize the uh, shot heard around the world. Bobby Thompson, I guess that was a uh, his teammate said he knew what pitch was coming. Uh, there was some severe uh, sign stealing in that game and that contest and that series. How many times can you say a goddamn game, Brian? Um, this is part of the game. And I heard Kurt Schilling the other day. Uh, but again, you know, watch out. He may want you to invest in his, uh, you know, just take a look at this video game thing I got going. It's called 39 Pitches. Um, saying that from every level of baseball he's ever played, it is about stealing signs. From maybe not Little League, but from high school to the majors. It is about stealing signs. Everyone does it. Where's all this noise? And any Yankee fan that wants to be holier than thou about it, like, please, stop it. You know, get over yourselves. Uh, the Yankees, boy, they they lost a they, they lost a good one on Wednesday, huh? No, Tuesday. <sighs> well, what's that? Three and a half games now. Still, 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 still kicking. But uh, that that's something for another time. We'll talk about that. What's today? Wednesday. I don't know if I'll do another podcast this week. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I will. Even more about Craig Carton. <laughs> Tales from the clink. Uh, you'll follow me on Twitter at Brian Buck thirteen and at Red Ticket Blues. Uh, you know. You can uh, listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. And remember to leave a review. That always helps. And word of mouth is always wonderful as well. Uh, so, again, I, 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 I want to say thank you for listening. You're all very important. You're special. Uh, I would let you into my mega church if I had one. Uh, stay away from Craig Carton. He's, he's slimy. He's disgusting. He, he wears a winter hat inside. <laughs> Wacky. Uh, anyways, well, that being said, I'm out of federal court documents allege Craig Carton was taking part in this scheme, telling investigators he had an inside access to concert tickets in bulk.